Welcome to another edition of the 859 Insider Podcast. I'm your co-host and co-founder of the website, Noah Ziegler, alongside my good friend, co-host and co-founder of the website, Adam Conradi. Adam, it's a beautiful time, isn't it? It's playoff time. Uh, yeah, it's time for playoff football. Very exciting time. Uh, a lot of teams uh, playing uh, home, home games for the first time in a while. Some new teams, some that we've uh, seen before looking poised again to make state run, deep state runs and have a few state uh, title contenders that we're, we'd like to talk about today. And it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely going to be a lot of fun and definitely going to be really interesting to see how some of these matchups shake out. Uh, we, we've been talking about just some of the teams that the solid teams in the eight, five, nine have gotten paired up with, which we'll get to in a, in a, in a little bit, but a, a couple of, I guess, unfavorable draws. I say unfavorable because or I don't know. I don't know if that's the right word because if you, if you won more games, you would have gotten a better draw. But nonetheless, uh, we'll start from bottom to top, starting with one A Eminence zero and ten. They're going to face NCC eight and two. Adam, I think it's I think it's fair to say NCC's got that one in the bag. But I think the the biggest thing, or I guess the biggest thing to look at, is the fact that NCC is definitely a state title contender and they, i think they proved that when they hung around with beachwood and they had a, a kickoff return called back for a holding which could have changed uh the dynamic of that game but nonetheless uh that game will be at dixie heights and then the winner of that will take on the winner of ludlow and frankfurt ludlow coming in at four and six frankfurt six and four so that'll be interesting to see who ncc plays but again a game probably ncc should handle and then at that point, it'll be rebracket. After that one, it'll be rebracketed for RPI. Berea will take on Dayton. Dayton hosting a first game in what Landon Hopper told us. I think he said it was around 20 years. So they're hosting a playoff game uh, for the first time in a couple of decades, which is really impressive for the Green Devils. They'll host a four and six Berea team who uh, started the season 0 and 3 and then they uh, finished the season 3 and 2. So It'll be interesting to see how they do. They they uh, looking at the schedule right now. They defeated Eminence forty three to twelve. So they, along the way, as long as a couple are a win over a team from Tennessee. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens there. Maybe uh, it should be a pretty tight game. Jackson Rice on Ludlow does it all for. Or excuse me, Landon Hopper on Dayton does it all for them. I, I was too too stuck on the other uh, River City school. And then last of the eight, five, nine, one, a schools, Fairview one to nine, they'll take on eight and two Bishop Brossert. Adam, another, another team that we're kind of looking at just to see how they fare in postseason play uh, the, a, a game that they should win. They've, they've handled their business uh, for, for the longer part of the season. But again, Brossert, they will host Fairview moving on to a four and six Trimble County. will take on nine and one Beachwood. That would be that will be very interesting. I don't know when the I wonder when the last time those two teams have played because I know they definitely don't play during the regular season. Uh, Holy Cross will travel to Carrollton. They'll face Carroll County. That should be a pretty good game and definitely a game that Holy Cross will want to kind of obviously win. But you know, I mean, their record is two and eight, so it's, but it's, I feel like that's not very indicative of how good they are. Uh, this is this is one of the games where we we flagged it last week. Newport three and seven taking on Walton Verona, who's eight and two. Adam, I think that one could actually be pretty dang close, if not upset worthy. I, I don't want to throw that word out there, but I think that one could be pretty close. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Newport's played a pretty 
tough schedule this year. I mean, they opened up with Mason County. They obviously face Holmes every year. They face Newcalf. They faced Lloyd this year. Uh, and then they obviously faced Beachwood this past week down the regular season. So they, they're they battle-tested, and they've looked pretty good at times. And though Walton Verona deservedly is hosting this game, I think I think Newport's going to give them a really, really tough, tough first-round matchup here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the person to look out for Newport, Quincy Barber, gets it done on both sides of the ball. I wonder how many players can say this. Five touchdown receptions, five interceptions, and that's not him throwing it. That's him catching those interceptions. And then Michael Martin or Mikel Martin, I apologize, however you pronounce that, uh, or Michael Martin. I don't know. It's M-Y-K-E-L-L, so take your pick. Uh, he, 10 touchdowns on the ground. The quarterback, Kyle Lee, he can sling it. He's got over 1,600 yards passing, 14 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, gunslinger alert. We'll see what happens if Walton Verona kind of maybe they can't you know, respond well. But, of course, they have their own Jackson Smith. He's got 812 yards over the season, 11 touchdown passes, and four interceptions. And then they obviously have just a bunch of people who can run the ball. Ben Teep, eight touchdowns. Jackson Smith has nine touchdowns. Christopher Harward, he's got six touchdowns. Braden Daniels, three touchdowns, all on the ground. And then, I mean, they spread the wealth through the air as well, especially to Max Montgomery, who leads the team with 215 yards total. So it'll it'll be, I mean, that's that'll be a really good game. I'm really excited to see what Kyle Lee can do, especially in a in a in a playoff game. Owen County, they're an even 500, 5-5. Five five. They'll take on Lloyd, who's 7-3. and three. That one should be a game where the Juggernauts should take care of the Rebels. Speaking of games that should be taken care of, Holmes, they're hosting 2-8 and eight Bourbon County in the first round of the playoffs. And then Scott will face Lexington Catholic, which is one of those unfortunate draws. Just uh, Someone's got to play them in the first round, and unfortunately, it's Scott. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. But, you know, Lexington Catholic, one of the teams that's always kind of in the state conversation, no matter what. But the winner, the winner of that game or those two games will face each other before the reseeding from RPI. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Moving on to 5A, Montgomery County, they face Highlands. Highlands, the state title contender, I think, at this point. Their offense is clicking right now with Brody Benke, Charlie Noon who just received a PWO for Louisville. I know, Adam, I know that excites you. And uh, it's such a such a versatile, play, versatile player. So well, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But again, Highlands hosting Montgomery County. This is the main game I talked about with teams that I think are good that kind of got the short end of the stick. Cooper, they have to face Scott County. Scott County is 9-1. It, that's, that's just unfortunate for the Jags, but... Again, it's one of those things where if, if you win a few more games, you wouldn't be in this position. But what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Scott County's only loss is to Frederick Douglas, who we're about to talk about in a little bit. And that was 41 nothing. The rest of the games were easy uh, outside of Ballard and Lexington Catholic and Bryan Station, actually. There's, those were a couple of close games. And Franklin County. Okay, so never mind. But nonetheless, uh, Scott County probably... Eh, I don't know. I, that's That's a... That's, That'll be interesting to see what a young quarterback, Cam O'Hara, can do at Scott County. But Adam, obviously, Austin Alexander has to play well as or play well as well, right? Yeah, I mean, defense is going to have to step up big time in this game if 
if you want to have any any chance against a very good one loss Scott County team, one of the best five A teams in the state. I mean, it's going to be a tough test for Cooper, but it, it seems like they've gradually gotten better over each game this season. And let's hope that that they've gotten to a point where they can pull off a big upset in a big moment like this. Yeah, let's see it. Listen to our interview with Coach Randy Borchers before the season. I think I need to go. We need to go back and listen to it. Just kind of see, uh, you know, just always fun to look back. Um, but Connor, they're two and eight. They're going to face Frederick Douglas, who I think a lot of people are picking as their five A favorite. Interesting tidbit from that game: they're not going to have any hot food there because there are lack of volunteers. Which I was a little shocked at a school that size couldn't find people to man the concessions they're, they're going to have concessions but it's just going to be chips snacks n- all that but no hot food so prepare accordingly uh if, if you're going to the game and then last but not least this is going to be a really good game great crossing eight and two cuff calf eight and two really excited for that one obviously adam because i mean two two teams that are dead even in the record but what do you what do you think the biggest thing for cuff calf is uh biggest thing for cuff calf is to get healthy but even with their injuries that they've sustained this season, they've been pretty consistent out, outside of a tough opening uh, week game against a very good elder team and a rivalry game loss to Highlands, who looks like one of the best teams in 5A state right now. Uh, Cuffcast looked pretty solid, uh, and I, I think they're going to get this thing done. I mean, they're at home for a playoff game. I know Great Crossing is a very solid record, too, but Cuffcast played a very tough schedule, and I think they're battle-tested. And hopefully they can get healthy for their uh, game following uh, that, which would be against Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. Assuming the Cougars don't pull off an upset. But yeah, no, yes. it, it likely, like you said, likely against Frederick Douglass. That wraps up 5A. So let's talk about 6A. Marshall County taking on Simon Kenton, who I think is another team you have to consider a state title contender. If Chase Crone is healthy, that team, I think, goes as far as he wants to take them. And it sucks because you, you, you're. I mean, they just defeated Woodford County and ended their undefeated season on the last week of the season. But if Chase Crone's there, I mean, I would have loved to see SK versus Beachwood with a fully healthy Chase Crone. But nonetheless, can't do that. Got to move on. Uh, Simon Ken again hosting Marshall County, Campbell County again short end of the stick. They face Trinity, Dixie Heights. They'll take on Ballard, and last but certainly not least, Eastern will take on Ryle. So uh, a couple of good games, a lot of games that I think have expected winners. But uh, Adam, it's it was the end of season. We do have a stats update. Let's run through the stats real quick, and then we'll talk about some volleyball and then basketball and head on out. All right, yeah, so a quick uh, stat update from all around the 859. Uh, passing yards leaders for the regular season. Cam O'Hara, freshman from Cooper, uh, in first at 1,845 yards. Uh, Brody Banky in second from Highlands, 1824, so right behind him. Uh, in third place, junior from uh, Ryle, uh, Logan Vrax, 1719. In fourth place, Kyle Lee from Newport, 1607. Uh, fifth place, Chamarian Hawker from Boone County, 1430. And in sixth place, Chase Crone from Simon Kenton with 1201. Uh, passing touchdown leaders, Brody Banky from Highlands sits alone in first place with 20 passing touchdowns. Cam O'Hara from Cooper in second with 19. Kyle Lee from Newport with 14. D-Rax from Ryle with 13. And Chase Crone from Simon Kenton with 12 to round out the top five. Uh, Our rushing yards leaders, Benny Hill from Scott, 1,448. 
on 196 attempts sits alone in first place. But right behind him is uh, two weeks ago's uh, interview on the podcast, Landon Hopper from Dayton, a fantastic senior season, 1,443 yards on 169 attempts. On third place, Curtez Hill from Holmes with 1,370. Fourth, Demetric Welsh from Newcath with 1,100 yards. And in fifth, Caden Zulager from Lloyd with 1,043. On uh, rushing touchdowns, uh, first place, he hasn't played in a few weeks because he suffered a suffered a season-ending injury, injury, unfortunately, but it is Mitchell Berger from Beachwood, still four touchdowns ahead at number one with 21 touchdowns on the year. And then we have a tie for second with uh, Landon Hopper from Dayton and Benny Hill from Scott with 17 apiece. Then Chase Crone, quarterback from Simon Kenton, with 16 rushing touchdowns. Uh, then Demetric Welsh from Newcalf with 14. Uh, receiving yards leaders, Chase uh, Williams from Simon Kenton with 686. In second, Charlie Noon from Highlands with 674. Third, Isaiah Johnson from Cooper with 651. Fourth, Caden Gardner from Ryle with 638. And in fifth, Tyler Whipple from Boone County with 518. Uh, receiving touchdown uh, leaders, uh, we have a two-way tie for first at with eight apiece, Charlie Noon from Highlands and Isaiah Johnson from Cooper. Uh, tie for second as well between Carson Class from Highlands and Chase Williams from Simon Kenton with seven each. And then in fourth place is Caden Gardner from Ryle. Our sack leaders, uh, number one uh, in the 8-5-9 for the entire regular season, sophomore Austin Alexander from Cooper with 11 sacks. In second place, another sophomore, this one from Beachwood, Xavier Campbell with nine and a half. Then we have a three-way tie for third to round out the top five. Dylan Smith from Ryle, Amari Riley from Lloyd, and Evander Evander Abrams from Lloyd with seven sacks apiece. Our interception leaders, we have uh, alone in first place, Jackson Rice from Ludlow with six interceptions. Then we have a two-way tie for second between Quincy Barber from Newport and Caden Crow from Holmes with five interceptions apiece. That's the stats update. And uh, moving on, speaking of volleyball, uh, Notre Dame, they won the ninth region. They are in the semifinals. They just defeated Whitley County 25-6, 25-5, and then 25-12. So just Notre Dame, of course, getting it done. And another ninth region volleyball team making a run. So got to love it. Uh, Bishop Rossert was also in the state tournament, but they fell in the first round or I guess the round or the round of 16 to Boyd County. And then uh, just to round things off today, a a basketball update, we're going to have a basketball preview coming up here soon. Um, EJ Walker has not gotten any offers, but he's uh, check out his Twitter page. He's definitely getting a lot of national media attention. He's talking with the national media um, or a lot of people from around the country, but Jacob Meyer did get a couple offers ball state, EKU offering for him. So congratulations to him. We're really excited to see what happens this season. But Adam, before we go real quick, good luck Saturday. My Dukes versus your cards. I don't I can't believe it's happening. But any uh any any closing remarks? Oh, I'm very excited for that game on Saturday. Uh let's go cards. We're finally trending in the right way for the first time in what seems like years. Uh yeah, it should be a fun game. Uh and also, we have a lot of fun playoff matchups coming up this weekend. So uh, make sure you're paying attention to our Twitter and our Instagram. We're going to give you all the updates that you need uh, as we move forward into the playoffs. And basketball season's coming up. We've done a few basketball segments in the past couple of weeks. 
we're getting pretty close to basketball season, so be ready for that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. It feels like yesterday we were just talking about football, and obviously we're obviously we're gonna again we're gonna have a lot of basketball content coming up here shortly. It doesn't really start till the end of the month, but around the middle of November, expect to see a lot of podcasts, uh, tweets, uh, you know, etc. So definitely stay tuned to our Twitter and Instagram at eight five nine Insider and. Um, yeah, but Adam, I, I, I just, uh, just before we close out, I just, I really, it hit me yesterday, just how crazy it is that when we were at St. Henry in 2016, 17, our senior year, where I'm going to a school that's in the CAA football and we're an FCS powerhouse and you're going to Louisville, which had, you know, just had this guy named Lamar Jackson. Um, and I, it's just crazy that we've gotten to this point where a, this isn't an FCS versus FBS matchup, although it was originally scheduled as so. I'm pretty sure it's FBS versus FBS. It just makes it makes me so happy. But nonetheless, like you said, a lot of good playoff games. Go out and see them. But if you can't go out and see them, you know where to go to stay up to date with everything. So for Adam Conradi, I'm Noah Ziegler, and we will see you next time.